I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soschnick, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we, yeah, see, I'll, I'll explain that we in a second, explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Our partner in crime, Evan Novi williams he is enjoying the day off. Scott couldn't make his way into the studio again today as he prepares for New Year's Eve and the festivities that come along with that. So I'm just stuck here all alone while Scott phones it in. Tell, are, you, are you trying to do a, a commercial for halitosis? Do, does my breath stink? What is it? What, what, what's that? Well, yes, but that's not why I'm at home. If you relied on New Jersey Transit, and by the way, Colin Tipton must feel awful. You said that I sit here alone. I know he's on the other side of the glass because I just spoke to him. Oh. So, you know, that's <laughs> That's nice. our little secret. But what would you rather have a coworker do, Bar? What would you rather have a coworker do? Phone it in or mail it in? I'd rather have it phoned in. There we go. So that's what I'm doing. Like, you know, Novi Williams, I think, sometimes mails it in. We will, he might, well, now we'll find out if you listen to the show again. But I'm here phoning it in. Thank you very much. Well, Happy New Year to you, man. Same to you, my friend. We just discussed that neither one of us is doing anything, and we both are very happy with that decision. Darn tootin'. I'm an old man. So, <laughs> Old man bar. <laughs> hey, we got some topics to talk about. First, well, what do you know? Looks like college football won't go dark on New Year's Day because Verizon and Disney, they have averted a bold day blackout with a contract accord. Well, I love these, you know, the, these carriage disputes, as they're called, because there have been so many of them. And it's always about the same thing. You know what it's about, that the entity, in, in this case, you know, Disney, wants more money to be carried on certain carriers. And the carriers are saying, well, the numbers for all of your networks are going down. We don't want to pay what you're asking. But this is the first time, believe it or not, Bar, this is the first time in all of these that I was directly affected because I am a new files customer, which is, of course, Verizon. Ah. And I'm like, hmm, if I could, can I do without? I'm just wondering if it goes dark, can I do without ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, the whole family of Disney networks? And you know what? I think for the first time in my life, even with my son and wife, I think I'm like I'm okay. There there isn't anything you could take away from me at this point that would say, "Oh, okay, I want to pay more." But you had a funny feeling because ABC is involved that they would get a deal done and Files is in competition in every market. They're always in a competition with one of the major cable carriers. And if you go out go out there and try and say, "Well, we have this, 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 and this, but we don't have ESPN because of a carriage dispute. Good luck beating the cable operators. Well, I wish that I could say that oh, I can do with it. No, I couldn't because I would miss which the one, Rose Which one would you miss? I would miss the Rose Bowl. I, I, would, right? I would not like that one doggone bit. Well, you could go somewhere and watch the Rose Bowl. I mean, a one-off, but do you really need ABC or ESPN religiously? Every day, do you have to have it? Hey, New I mean, Year's Rock and Eve. ESPN is the biggest one. You wouldn't well, get that right. either. Uh, what's his name? Ryan what? Ryan Seacrest. Listen to you. No Ryan Seacrest, man. Is it really? I mean, I know Dick Clark, and now we move on. If it really, if a ball drops and you don't see Ryan Seacrest, is it really New Year's Eve? Oh, well, see, that's the whole point. That's the whole part of the tradition, man. That's that's why when you go home, you turn on the t- – now, see, all right, here I go. I remember when Guy Lombardo was on TV, and I watched that yeah. as a kid. Boy, this is why – Everybody is thirsting for content. It's about how do you differentiate yourself? What can you get that's exclusive? Uh, People will just clamor to have it. And the differentiator, all these networks now, and and we know we're narrow casting. There's no more broadcasting. It's 
How compelling is your content? Can you sustain the audience? Can you demand their attention? And in the event of something like this, you want to hike the prices. Are the operators absolutely beholden to you because the audience demands it? I can't think of too many things where that's the case these days. ESPN is probably top of the list because sports fans without their ESPN are going to be lost. So ABC had some strength here in negotiating leverage. But what other content is there like that where everybody just simply has to have it? I thought when I threw that guy Lombardo pitch and it just hung out there, I thought you were going to like knock it out of the park. Uh, but you were nice to me. <laughs> I was nice. We, we've already addressed old man bar. <laughs> hey, you want a piece of the uh, Pac-12 conference? Do I want a piece of the Pac-12 conference? Yeah, you can Let buy a stake in it. Well, yeah, you know, interesting. In a proposal they floated out to the chancellors of the universities, they're looking at giving up 10%. Uh, ownership of the conference, and will be sort of a new Pac-12 equity stake, values the conference at about $5 billion. That's a B. And remember, this is college, not pro sports bar. Um, but the problem for the Pac-12 is they're just not generating the kind of revenue that, say, the SEC, the Big Ten. They're lagging these other conferences. And you, you got to wonder, at what point does Larry Scott, I mean, these are marquee teams here, UCLA, USC, Washington. This isn't, you know, some middle-tier games and middle-tier schools. This is the Pac-12. But they've sort of made themselves more of a media company than a college conference. And the expenses are high uh, if you're going to run all those networks that, they, that they've had. And the numbers are behind. So this is a way to sort of inject immediate capital and return it to the schools and then see if sort of a strategic investor like private equity can figure out what to do with the networks, what to do, how do they generate revenue from the big brands that they have, because right now it's just not working as well as some of the other conferences. Now I should add that the Oregonian, uh, they came out with this story, and they're reporting that private investors would own, make sure I understand this, they would own 10% of the equity 10%. in the 10%. newly formed entity. what, obviously $500 million, like you said, it's $5 billion for the whole thing. And then five hundred yeah. million dollars is what they would invest. That's a lot of change. Yeah, that's a lot of change. But you know, a lot of these private equity companies, and we've seen the likes of Providence Equity Partners. You know, they, they're involved in sports before, so this is not strange to them. But what they want to see out of the deck is how are we making money? What are we doing? with these schools, with these games, with these networks, how are we going to maximize revenue? Because remember, they're not just getting, this is not done out of kindness of heart. They want to see what's called ROI. You know, there's PAC-12. Well, they want ROI out of the PAC. What is the return on investment in this money? And until they see some sort of clear plan, and if they can deem that there is a path to profitability and a, and a way to monetize that maybe isn't being done now, uh, I'd like to see who's raising their hands and saying, yeah, here, here, take my money for this 10% stake. Let me spin the clock forward. Now, the Pac-12 current TV rights contracts, that expires in 2024, I believe. Yeah, what yeah, happens that, from that, that point? Well, I mean, obviously, we all know the TV contracts are a big part of where the numbers come from, the total revenue. But even there, they've lagged. I mean, the SEC has a deal coming up. Uh, these are just gotta have it, must see uh, things, uh, properties. And uh, the, the Pac-12, obviously, are yeah, based on the West Coast. You wonder how much East Coast audience they get. The games start very late. I mean, 
Do you see a lot of UCS, UCLA, USC games when you're watching? I don't because they start at 1030. Uh, I mean, they've tried to position themselves as a strong footprint in Asia. They make trips to China with, with the Pac-12. But how do you ring the nickel? That's, that's the over and underlying question. How do you ring more ducats out of this to where private equity, which normally has an investment horizon of, what, six to eight years, like they want to get in, they want to see some revenue, and they want to get out. And we'd have to see what sort of control. We don't know this part. What sorts of say in operations would these investors have? Uh, what, what kind of timeline? What, what is their exit strategy? Those are the kinds of things we'd have to see before we could determine whether it really makes sense for anybody. From the college to the pros, I can't believe, first of all, that the regular season is now over. Week 17 wrapped up. And How'd you do? Actually, I came in second in in two leagues where I was in the championship series for my fantasy uh, sports. Oh, I know, close. I know, it was close. Any prize for second place? Yes, you do. You get you get a second place prize. It's, All it's, right. Well, then, good lunch on you. It's not a it's not a box of rice roni and Lee press on nails. Either. <laughs> <laughs> but I can believe it, man. This is a long NFL season, man. Hey, they it goes for a long time. You know, when you flip the calendar, that you got to start talking playoffs. Well, now, it, and here it is. So I'm going I'm to give you the playoff picture and and how this will impact business. Let's start off now with the NFC. The Saints and the Rams, they have a bye next weekend. In the first yes. round, the Bears play the Eagles. The Seahawks play the Cowboys. Does that excite you? Does Bears-Eagles excite you? Actually, it does. And, and here's why. Because you're talking about the Eagles, the previous Super Bowl champs, and they yeah. get knocked out in the first round by the Bears – they have a very solid defense. That could happen. Yeah. I, I worry okay. about that. You know, if you're an Eagles fan in the AFC, oh, I'm sure there. I mean, there's a reason they're coming in at the sixth seed, and you know, had to wait late to see if they were going to qualify. But the big one is the next game you're going to mention. Go ahead, mention oh, yeah. the other matchup. This is the one that commands the attention. The Seahawks playing the Cowboys. Russell Wilson, you've got you've got your star. You've got a team with national recognition. Against the Cowboys, America's team, everybody loves to. They're like Howard Stern. I've used this analogy before. Half the people tuned in because they love Howard. Half the people tuned in because they hate her. And a little bit tuned in because they wanted to see what he'd say next. It's the same with the Cowboys. <laughs> half the crowd's rooting against them. Half the rooting for them. And some just want to see, yeah, we'll see what's going on. That is a huge audience game. Seahawks-Cowboys is going to be your prime time. Dominate the weekend game. And That's you know the what? one where all the numbers will come from. Say what you want about the Cowboys. You have to give it up for for Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, the, the man the man just moved this season as, as a running back. W- weren't they talking about firing Jason Garrett? Like five yeah. times that I hear that throughout the year. He's yeah. got to go. He's got to go. Beginning of the season, they were talking about it. And now look at this. You know, and and well, you got Russell gotta, Wilson on the other Cowboys. side. Somebody had to say it. Somebody had to say it. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Uh, AFC. It's going to be you. <laughs> the Chiefs and the Patriots, they have a first-round bye. And then the Colts yeah. face the Texans. What, this one, the other one, I'm like, wow, this is going to be something. The Chargers face the Ravens. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, good. I'm glad we're on the same. Like, the Colts could play the Texans next door to me, and I wouldn't go to the game. <laughs> but the I'm Chargers? I'm like, for Chargers, Ravens, I mean, yeah, I hear a lot about the Ravens' defense, but I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just not that excited about the, the Chargers and the Ravens. I, you know what? Let, let me just this – is, this is one of those weekends where, I, where I'm looking ahead, and I, then I see Casey and the Patriots waiting to play. 
I could skip the entire AFC first round, the wild card weekend, and then let me see whoever advances. Okay, now I've got you know Patrick Mahomes. Now I've got Tom Brady and the Patriots. Maybe that'll bring in my – I know most people don't feel that way, but I, I just don't see much sizzle in either of these. And they'll try to hype the Ravens playing well, and they could go to the Super Bowl, great defense. And, oh, the Chargers, Phillip Rivers, uh, I, I, I just – it's a hard hype. It's to me that that's drummed up hype. I would skip it and wait for uh, wait for the next round. But I do want to see Seahawks Cowboys. Now, for what it pertains to us, and you mentioned it briefly, ratings, which turns into money. Where do you see that going? Listen, everything for this year indicators are great. I mean, a year ago at this time, we were talking about. Well, some were talking about the NFL's in trouble. Remember, and, and protest and down ratings and, and all the headwinds for the NFL. You know what the NFL just keeps doing, Bart? I know you know the answer. What do they keep doing? The NFL? Money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all they keep doing is making money. And let's just wait again. We were talking about rights fees for Pac-12. 2021-22, when the next round of the NFL deals is up, look out, brother, because these numbers are going to skyrocket. And I wrote a story, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago when I talked to the, Eric Shanks, the CEO of Fox Sports, and he said, if, if I had just signed or renewed the NFL with a 20-year rights agreement, top of mind for me would be renewing the NFL 21 years from now. Wow. I mean, does that not hammer home the importance of the NFL in legitimizing these networks and delivering solid guaranteed demographic-loved audience to advertisers. This, If you want eyeballs these days, you have to figure out a way to draw them, and nothing, nothing on TV has proven better than the NFL. See, and this goes back to our first topic, by the way, about cable providers and people trying to, to cut the cable cord. Well, listen, if you want to watch these games on your beautiful 70-inch television set, you you need cable, uh, for the most part, and, and so well, I, that's why I, that's why I don't believe cable is going anywhere. Oh, it's not going anywhere right now. But uh, they should. I mean, we got to remember. Long ago, they needed to rename the industry. It's not the cable industry anymore, because what they do, what they do, and the advantage of these companies, and I'm not calling them cable companies anymore. They're broadband companies. They deliver the broadband to the home, and folks are not, cannot, will not live without strong broadband these days. And that is a wonderful business to be in. It will, even if you've cut the cord, you need your broadband. That's fine. You got to figure out a way. So you watch how these companies then morph from just the content to the broadband provider and figure out how to better monetize that. Maybe you could figure out a content play with stronger broadband or faster internet. Um, you're going to see some creativity here in this, in this, in this in this realm but uh to call them cable companies anymore that, that that's just it's just not what they are so the industry has to catch up and and kind of change people's thinking into the moniker of what it is it's, it's their broadband company to everyone out there listening listen have a very happy new year go out uh, and enjoy within moderation go out but uh, go have some uh, go have some fun and or just spend a quiet evening like uh, the two old men like we are, and just stay at home and, and watch the ball drop. Scott, my man, Happy New Year to you, sir. 
You got it. Same to you, my man. And I will see you on the flip side. Returning very soon. You got it. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Labar, along with Scott Sosnick. We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online where you get your podcast. 